Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome back to the Run Dot Down post game show here on the Strickland YouTube channel. If you're listening to this, this the day after the Strickland Podcast Network, I am Sam. I'm joined by Schwinn and Tyrese. Knicks lose to the Rockets in stupid fashion, um, 105 to 103. Um, before we get started with all of the nonsense we will be discussing on today's show, <clears throat> Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up to the minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in game live betting, contests, and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team. And remember to use promo code BLEAVE, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online. The game starts here. Um, I mean, I think we're all going to start, obviously, with the worst call of the season in the league um, by far. Um, I mean, I mean, tonight was just an absolutely shit, absolute shit show, um, from the refs, um, just a total embarrassment. I tweeted out today, like, you know, this league promotes gambling as heavy as it does. And they are, so they are one of the worst leagues when it comes to the officiating and just, just the way that things have been since they've gotten into bed with gambling. But I mean, this game was an absolute shit show from the refs from, from start to finish. Um, there's a whole bunch of issues with this game. We'll all get into. Um, but I think the main issue here was the refs. I mean, the Knicks made a val- a very, a valiant effort to come back um, and for it to get ruined with a prayer being answered from Aaron holiday for, by the refs. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. It, it- Nobody on the fucking Rockets was begging for this call. Not a single person. Aaron Holiday is not even looking at the ref. He, if you watch the replay, he shoots the ball. Brunson lightly brushes him. He caresses him uh, like Sam might, you know, uh, caress the hand of his of his wife. And 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 they call that call. Like he's not looking at the ref. He just stares. He's looking at the shot to see if it goes in. By the way, that shot almost did fucking miraculously go in, which was would have really broken my brain. Um, that call was crazy, and it's crazy not because if they were calling bullshit, soft bullshit, the entire night both ways, you might not even think anything of it. You might just be like, "Yeah, they were on some bullshit tonight." Move on with it, and they were on some bullshit tonight, particularly against the Knicks. Um, but they were letting them be physical the entire game. I thought for the most part both ways. Brunson was getting fucking manhandled the entire game. You go back and watch all that; it is a joke what he was allowed. Like it's. If you're going to call a game and allow physicality, I'm all for that. I like it. I think it's a good thing. I think the league should actually be trying to give the defense more of an ability to bump guys off their spots and all those type of things. I'm fine with that. You cannot call that after allowing everything you did in that game. That was a fucking joke. That is a fucking disgrace. That man should never ref another Knicks game at bare minimum. And he shouldn't even be in the fucking league. That entire crew was a fucking disgrace tonight. And they should all be fired. They should be investigated for fucking corruption. Like, that was that was so crazy. That, that's like, honestly, most of the time, I'm like, these conspiracy theories are ludicrous. That, that tonight was like, you go look at, like, the line movement before the game, which, look, I, I don't, sometimes books fuck up the line and the, and the 
you know, it, it happens and they have to adjust it and that's what it is. That line opened at, I think, Knicks were minus three, maybe minus three and a half. When Hartenstein was ruled out, it was minus one and a half. And he got ruled out, what, like an hour before the game? About an hour and a half before the game? That line moved two and a half points to the Rockets at plus, or at, to the Rockets becoming the favorite at minus one. I'm sorry. That shit is really suspicious. And to your point, like, if the league wants to promote gambling, which, cool, whatever, like, go for it, you cannot have a game end the way that did tonight. That was an embarrassment. And I want to say this, too. I'm not going to do the Breen thing of, like, oh, I'm so impressed with the Rockets' physicality on defense. <laughs> Fuck you. He was Shut sucking up, them off tonight. That was crazy. But they they took a lot of shots from the Knicks in that fourth quarter, and they – competed like they that was a great game down the stretch that fourth quarter was a great basketball game and we should be sitting and watching what could have been in a great overtime right now but instead this this fucking asshole ref decided to take the game away from he, he decided that neither the knicks nor the rockets should actually decide the game i am going to decide the game right now and he effectively ended the game because as soon as he called that foul, and there was 0.3 seconds left. You knew the game was over. It was over. All Aaron Holiday had to do was make one free throw, and the game was over. And that's exactly what happened. He made two, obviously, then he misses the last one. It was a fucking joke. That was honestly a disgrace to the entire sport. That is the worst endgame call I have ever seen in my entire life watching basketball. And I'm fucking old as shit now. And I watch a shit ton of NBA basketball. That is the worst game-deciding call I have ever seen, ever, 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 ever. Not, not even close. Honestly, it's really not even close. That was horrific, and pathetic. And people should lose their fucking jobs for that. Yeah, Terry's. I mean, oh, just sorry, sorry, real quick. I just want to say, Josh Hart and Precious Chua were fucking awesome in the second half. Their energy was the reason the Knicks made that comeback. Sorry, just wanted to get that out. One positive. Okay, um, I thought the refs were fucking atrocious. I thought Brunson trying to run face first into Aaron Holiday was equally fucking stupid. Granted, like, I get you're trying to, like, close out, but, like, don't jump with a dude jumping 35 feet away from the fucking hoop. Um, yeah, it was just, it's dumb. It was fucking dumb. I don't, I really don't have shit to say about that, man, because like, that shit shouldn't fucking happen. Like, you shouldn't call that. You shouldn't jump into the guy. And then also, like, if you're going to call it, be consistent the way you called it with DiVincenzo. He called it. <laughs> DiVincenzo did the same thing to end the fucking half, and they called that a foul. So, like, if you're going to call that with DiVincenzo, then all of a sudden consider it a defensive foul, then how the fuck did that change? The lack of consistency with, like, calls, especially with refereeing, like, it, I don't understand lack of consistency. Like, either that's an offensive foul, or if it's or it's a defensive foul, but you can't call it an offensive foul and a defensive foul on the same fucking team, and sit in the same fucking scenario. Yeah, I mean, I really don't know what else to say. I mean, I I I've watched a ton of games this year, of course, due to my habits that I will not discuss further tonight. Um, addiction, but not addiction. Um, well, anyways, but yeah, I've watched a ton of NBA and like, like, like I said before, and and, and Schwinn, Schwinn reiter, reiterated it. I mean, the league wants to promote gambling. 
all for it but like the way officiating has like been significantly worse since they've been promoting it so heavily it's just like it, it it feels so gross because it's like you're promoting this thing and then you're actively corrupting it and you're losing your fans money like it's 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 so gross um but yeah i mean i mean i, I guess we'll, we'll talk about some basketball now um um i thought um it was weird that um the third quarter just no subs um and dante had to leave the game due to a hamstring injury um i thought deuce played pretty fine in the first quarter not the first quarter but at least the first half um where it didn't warrant him not being able to play in the third quarter um and giving dante divincenzo or any other guard a little bit of rest um but i don't know i'm not thibs um but um yeah i mean I was half conscious during this game too, so that's why I'm saying I'm a bunch too. Um, <laughs> Shwin, your thoughts? Because I thought I, I think you were about to say something about the Divincenzo Deuce thing. Um, Deuce thing is just stupid. Like it, you, I, I won. I tweeted this out during the game. I really never want to hear again about how how much he loves Deuce McBride. He doesn't love Deuce McBride. He clearly doesn't even think he's good enough to get minutes in a regular season game against the fucking Rockets when you're already shorthanded. That was crazy. I, I, I have no words for that. He also, like, look, I get that he trusts Burks. Like, I get that, that that's just a thing. Oh, he more when than he, trusts when Burks. He pulled, when he pulled Deuce in the first half and left Burks in, that was ridiculous based on how they were both playing. Um, mm-hmm. Burks was chucking up crazy shit in that second quarter like I, he's got to get the fucking Detroit out of his game. I don't know what the hell's going on with him. Um, I mean, like, I know he's naturally a chucker, but this was like, dude, relax. Like he's taking fucking, he's running to the corner, taking a three, like without looking at the hoop. I've never seen him do that. Like, why are you doing that now? All of a sudden um, that was crazy. But the, the, the Deuce McBride thing is crazy. Like he, and then he puts him in, in the last possession of the game for defense. Like I hate that because it's like, a guy's ice cold you just put him in in that spot i hate when coaches do that obviously that's not the reason why the knicks lost this game as we've covered but i just don't yeah it's just a small thing i don't like um uh, the divincenzo thing like i I don't even know what to say like dude you're fucking shorthanded because of injuries and you're increasing like i really 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 try not to like harp on minute stuff because i think that it's easy to just be like, well, this guy got hurt because he played a lot of minutes. And I don't know that that's true actually all the time. I, I don't, I have no, I like, I, I'm sure that it's true. Like, yes, broadly, I understand the concept of like, you play more minutes, you will be fatigued. Fatigue can lead to injuries. Injuries can lead to the dark side. Um, but like, I, like, I get that, but like, so like, I won't always do that, but this tonight, I mean, we'll see what happens with divincenzo i know he was something was going on with this hamstring and we'll see hopefully it's nothing serious hopefully it was just like a cramp or something like that to play him and he and you remember you like we all watched the pacers game he looked fucking shot at the end of that game like really he had no no juice the end of that game for most of that game really to to play him the entire third quarter and then into the fourth and when did he finally pull him with like was it like five or six minutes left i have no idea um i have no recollection of it but like when he finally to, to and he first of all he fucked up his hamstring they went to a timeout apparently he was using that 
Theragun or whatever on it uh, during the timeout. Then he came back out. He came back out of the timeout on the fucking floor. And then he finally pulled him to put Burks in, if I remember correctly. And, like, for that to be, like, it's nuts. Like, I'm sorry. They got you Burks and Boyan for a reason. And I can just about understand, like, not starting either of them in this current scenario just because it's like you're trying to integrate them. Boyan is new to him. Fine. Again, I will give you the benefit of the doubt always for that to, to an extent right now. But, like, you have to play these guys. You've got to fucking use them. You cannot keep running players into the fucking ground. Like, Precious played the entire second half tonight. Why? Why? Jericho Sims could not get another. He, and then, like, the, the most crazy, insane part of this, and why everybody had to end up playing crazy minutes, is because he coached the most insane third quarter possible. He played the entire starting five, the entire fucking third quarter. When does that ever happen? I would love to know the last time that's happened in NBA history in a regular season game. I want to know if that's ever fucking happened in a regular season game. That a, t- a starting five, an entire starting five, plays an entire fucking quarter together. If that's happened before, it's because there are five fucking players that are active on the roster for the game. Like, what the hell was that? That was a joke. I'm sorry, that was a joke. And, and like, shout out to Josh Hart and, and Precious. Like, Josh Hart, I don't know what the hell he did at halftime, but he came out and he basically was just like fucking, he was everywhere. Line. The guy was a maniac. He was, he was crazy. I, I, Maybe he got like the, you guys have seen flight. Like maybe like John Goodman came into the Knicks locker room at halftime and uh, gave him a banana boat and, uh, you know, cut up some lines for him or something. Cause that was crazy. The energy he was playing with in that third quarter, especially precious was awesome. There's nothing else to say. His defense on Alperen Shangun was spectacular. Like really, really spectacular stuff. Um, That last possession. I mean, it's a crime that (laughs) again, it's a crime that that foul got called because he made an unbelievable play on Jalen Green. If you and if you go back and watch the entire play, he like stunts over because Burks had had to switch on to uh, or Burks or Hart, I'm not sure which one had had to switch on to Shangun. So he had to help over to to prevent the inbounds pass to Shangun, which left Jalen Green in the corner. He closes out to Green, cuts him off on the drive, swatted that shit, you know, 40 feet out. And instead, we're not talking about the spectacular defensive play on top of other spectacular defensive plays he made in this game. No, we're talking about Ed fucking Malloy and his fucking Dennis the Menace ass fucking haircut. That's what we're talking about. Um, that shit was a disgrace, man. I, I'm sorry. I can't get over how ridiculous of a call that was. But yeah, look, the, the, the minute stuff tonight was ridiculous. And hopefully, 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 DiVincenzo is okay. Um, but wow, what a, what a great, like, the officiating on top of crazy tip stuff, just a really annoying night. And the worst part is they didn't get the win. So you're going to get this team. They're probably going to be fucking on fumes for that Orlando game. And I'm already annoyed thinking about playing Orlando because they let Jalen Suggs just fucking hump guys up and down the floor uh, (laughs) as much as you want. And we already saw that earlier this year when he was mugging Brunson the entire game. And uh, they they were cool with that. So I'm not looking forward to that game at all. Um, and I'm glad that it's the last one before the All-Star break because this team and this coach need, like, he, he, like they need to just get to that All-Star break and, and rest up because what the fuck? Like, that was, again, crazy, crazy, insane officiating and also just insane minutes stuff from Tips tonight. I, I could not believe that. Um, yeah, good. Fuck. I mean, hopefully 
Randall and OG get back as fast as possible because clearly this fucking idiot uh, it will not learn um, about, uh, you know, just not Minutes forget learning. Like, yeah, yeah, like for, forget learning because I don't even think you, you can, hundred like, you know, Randall's injury, OG's injury, like these aren't necessarily related to minutes at all. But yeah, especially to not appreciate, but but to just not like understand, like, hey, like I need to be a little bit more cautious, protect these guys, and coach the way he did tonight. That third quarter again, just I I can't believe I saw that. I've never again. I if somebody wants to look it up or somebody wants to ask or do research or something, I want to know if that's ever happened before in an NBA game where the entire starting five of a team plays the entire third quarter. Or first quarter, for that matter. Either one. Let me know. Like, because I, I cannot, as, in a fucking regular season game on fucking February 12th, fuck off. Eat a dick. <laughs> um, Jeff has joined us before we get to Jeff. I mean, yeah, this team needs the All-Star break desperately. Um, I mean, we, we play the two teams with the defensive reputations that let the refs, the refs let them do whatever they want. I mean, the Rockets have earned this like defensive reputation sort of this year that Breen couldn't stop foaming at the mouth over all night. Um, and then we play the the, the Magic, who we who we've notoriously gotten into rock fights with. Um, and 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 as Schwinn has eloquently put, um, they let Jalen Suggs hump us up the floor. So, um, yeah, um, Jeff, your thoughts on tonight's absolutely insane thing of a we want to call a basketball game tonight. I just wanted to be on here to be, to, to be a part of what Schwinn was going to do. I don't, I don't, you, we don't need to hear my thoughts. You know, I'm just here, I'm just here for the Schwinn of it all. Um, I, I feel the same way as Schwinn. I, I mean, I, I didn't think that anybody else was going to bring up the tips part of it. That was, that was inexcusable. Um, that was just so bad. And like every game, like it's, it's why th- I, the whenever somebody's like, yeah, but like Deuce doesn't have it tonight. It's like, dude, that's it's not the point. Like, there's no other, there's nobody else. Like, just watch other NBA games. There, there are plenty of guys who don't have it on a particular night, and their coach keeps playing them. There, it's not a solution. It's not, it's not a real solution in February in some game in February to just be like, oh, like I didn't like his minutes. And by the way, why didn't he like Deuce's minutes in the second quarter? Like Deuce was fine. See that, and that—that's the thing that he got. Does. He got his Burks. fucking ruler out. He got his fucking ruler out. And was like, oh, Deuce isn't six three. <laughs> Problem. And he's not a bucket. Bur- so Burks Burks played shitty. So Deuce gets punished for it. But then Tibbs is like, oh fuck, I need to make a sub. So he goes back to Burks before Deuce because Burks is taller and he's more reliable or whatever nonsense. Like, it's just there's no logic to it it's it's just all and the funniest part is like it didn't work like he was like oh yeah i just these are the only guys i trust so i'm gonna ride them and then finally early in the fourth when he brought remember he didn't just play all five starters the entire third he brought four of them out to start the fourth (laughs) so they played like the first like like brunson hart devo and precious played like the first 16 minutes of the half but then houston went on a 9-0 run so like there it was. That was it. That you could argue that that was the game right there. Is like they they got it back, and then Tibbs didn't realize when to when to pull them. And Aaron fucking Holiday goes on a personal nine zero run. And like, dude, what are you doing? Like, if you're gonna do something that risky and that 
I mean, you're just putting all the guy, all the research out there says that, you know, chance of injury just extrapolates so heavily with this type of minutes load. And like, okay, if you're going to do it in a playoff game, that's fine. If you're going to do it in a regular season game, you better fucking win. And like, I know the Knicks not winning tonight wasn't Tibbs' fault. I'm not blaming the loss on Tibbs. I was total ref show bullshit. Everybody agrees about that. But like, you can't control that. You have no control over the refs just deciding we don't want you to win tonight. You can control it. Like your job as the coach is to control the things you can control. And he did a horrible job of that tonight. Absolutely terrible. And I don't, honestly, like I don't get anybody who could defend what they saw tonight from that. And like, if you just want to like, anybody that defends that is a fucking loser and a sycophant and loves cops. That's it. Like that's the only fucking you fucking love cops and you're probably got a fucking uh, PBA card that gets you out of a ticket every fucking time you get pulled over. Fuck off. Anybody defending that needs a, like, you can love Tibbs. You can love Tibbs and you don't need to defend that. Like, I fucking, I'm not, I don't know. Like, I, 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 can, I, there's plenty of fucking things that I love in the world and if they fuck up, I'm like, I love watching, uh, you know, like, I, I can't even think right now. This is ridiculous. But like, you don't need to defend everything a person does just because you like them, okay? Like, this is not this is not normal, and it's insane. And if DiVincenzo got hurt because of this, I'm sorry. He deserves criticism for what he did to him tonight. That was bananas. Like, who does that? How is that your logic? Like, I understand. You know what? If he played, what? Are, how many minutes is DiVincenzo playing? 41? 42? 42 plus. So if he wanted to play DiVincenzo 42 minutes tonight, I wouldn't even be that mad about it. There's a way to do that that is less fucking insane. You can give him three minutes of rest at the start of the fourth quarter when the Rockets have their bench guys in. Like, that is not hard to do. That is literally when you do it. Oh, okay. I, this is my opportunity. And that, like, the Knicks fought. Like, this is what makes it even more frustrating. It's like they fought all the way back from this, like, 15-point deficit at one point, 14 points and a half. And, like, at the end of the third quarter, that game is fucking tied, basically. It was, it was tied, right? Was it tied at the end of the third quarter? I think. Whatever it was. So, like, they fought back. They did their job. This is when you give them a break. Okay, guys, I did this insane thing of playing all five of you at the same time. Sure. Okay, maybe you want to leave one of them in. Fine. Leave fucking Josh Hart in. Leave one of them in and then cycle them out. Like, there's just a way to do it that is so much less insane than what he chose to do. And if DiVincenzo did fuck up his hamstring in any significant way, that that is something that 100% will be something that Tibbs has to own. Because that was a joke what he did tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I... I, I... I have to do the recap for tonight, so I don't know how long I'm going to stay on. I just want to say I thought Josh Hart played an awesome second half. I thought he yes. was – I thought – I mean, we come, I, I don't think we're unfair to Josh Hart. I think we spent all of last season time out amazing a role player he was. He was. And I think we just call it like we see it. Like, obviously, like Josh Hart seems like a really cool dude. There's no personal bias or anything. It's just he hasn't been good this season. And so we're going to talk about it because the coach loves him. And if the coach loves you and you're not playing well, that – Jeff, you just don't like rebounds, man. I yeah I definitely I probably just don't appreciate them enough. He you know who loves rebounds is Josh Hart, dude. He goes flying for those rebounds. I dude, used to say that nobody rebounds- battles hard. No, I used to say that nobody finish, battles harder for a rebounder for a rebound than Julius Randall when his teammates about to get one. I think Josh Hart's taken Julius Randall's mantle. Like Josh Hart will 
go flying in there for for teammates rebounds it's great but no um i thought hart was awesome tonight i i didn't even like i know it's easy to say this because the threes went in but he shot them like that was that was the most exciting thing to me is that when he got in the second half when the ball was kicked out to him he shot them and like Maybe he's only doing that when they're going in, but I hope that there are nights when he just goes like, I don't know, two for six from three. Like just, just keep shooting, dude. If they're going to leave you open, sometimes that's the best shot we can get. And then like, look, I, I know people are going to hate this because he got a terrible whistle tonight, but there were a couple of plays where Brunson was very loose with the ball that didn't involve the refs and Josh Hart saved those possessions. There was one where Amon, Amen Thompson had a, had a really, really good steal on Brunson, really well-timed double team. And he pushed the pass ahead and Josh Hart just raced back and got the steal and we got to start the possession over. And like, that's the stuff he always brings. It's just at this point in the league, that's not enough. He can't just bring the hustle plays. He needs to do more. And to, in the second half tonight, he did a lot more. I thought he was truly great. I, I really appreciated his time. His, his third quarter, some of the rebounds he got were like, he got these two offensive rebounds that were like, honestly, he just bullied something like I forgot who it was, but it was ridiculous. He like jumped over, reached over, grabbed it. Like he was on some fucking shit in that second half. Um, that was awesome. And like, I think we talked about this in the last post game we did about like there, like there is something to like, I get that. Like this is, this is the thing that Tib sees and is like, this is why he will always play him and why he will die. Like he will go down with the ship banking on Josh Hart to give him what he gave him in that second half. And I understand it at times because when you fucking see it, like you could feel him turning the game in that, in that third quarter. That was like mm -hmm. what he is capable of when he's at his best. And like, I know, I think Breen and I, look, this is not to take away from Brunson who I thought like, I, I don't even want to get into like the way he was being def defended tonight, uh, which was basically just Dylan Brooks fucking mugging him. Harassing uh, him. Yeah. Like fucking ridiculous. Um, file a restraining order, Jalen Brunson. There you go. Um, but like, like you could, he, I think Breen and Wally were talking about how like Brunson was leading them back in the game. And I, I didn't disagree with it in the sense, like I disagreed with it because not because Brunson was playing poorly, but because to me, it was so obviously heart and also precious who were like, just willing the Knicks back into this game with offensive rebounds, extra possessions, crazy hustle plays defensively. Like it was, it was really, really awesome to see those guys. And unfortunately, we had to end this game in the most disgraceful way possible. But um, I just wanted to, FJ says, every single time, Tibbs has his back against the wall. He reverts back to his old terrible habits. This is the thing that is insane, though. Like, just to be right, his back isn't against the fucking wall. There is no fucking wall that his back is against right now. He is in the most secure position he has been in probably his entire time in New York to some degree. Like, they made a trade to cater to him. Like they were like, we, they got, that's rid all of they've all done these, this year. Yeah, They got rid of young guys to get him veterans who are clearly being brought in because this team feels they have a chance. They have a chance to compete this season. He should be fucking, you know, he's like a pig in what is a pig in shit, right? Like he should be rolling around in it at this point. Like he should be thrilled. Instead. He, he played a rotation that like, again, it was like, it's like watching that Dallas game last year when he when he literally played like six guys. You remember that? Like he was like, IQ, uh, you're gonna play 53 minutes tonight. Like, have fun. Like, get out there. You're not, you're not resting. And like that's what he did tonight. And it's it makes no sense. It makes no sense to do it tonight. Um, the honorary Todd Gibson minutes in the first half were a blast. Not sure I ever want to see those again. <laughs> um, 
But I will Dude, say, what, like, I think what, people... What was that? What the fuck was that? Why <laughs> did he... I, okay, I know what it was. I know exactly what it was. They were getting annihilated on the glass in that second quarter. And he was just like, fuck this. I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I've seen enough of Boyan Bogdanovich and Alec Burks standing and watching rebounds. I'm just going to put in Taj. I don't give a shit. Do I agree with it? No, I, I think like that's a stupid pivot, but whatever. At least we didn't, at least we didn't have to see that in the second half. Thank God. But they, they were um, like, I mean, do you know who had half of their offensive rebounds? Their offensive rebounds? Yeah. Do you, the oh, guy I'm, who Jalen Brunson. Yeah, the guy who Jalen Brunson was supposed to yeah, block but, out most of the time. Right, but but how but is that's that? not how Tibbs use it. But that, that's not how Tibbs use it. Tibbs want Tibbs is fine with Jalen Brunson lacking on the glass. Therefore, other players have to make up for it. And if they don't make no, up no, for no, it, I, I'm not I, but I'm not I'm not blaming Jalen Brunson. I'm just saying that if Jalen Brunson is a part of the deficiency, why are you blaming Boyan Bogdan? Like what He's is not Boyan blaming them. He's he is saying that I know that this is a deficiency. And therefore, I have to find a way to address it. And so, for oh, that reason, okay. Alec Burks or and or Boyan Bogdanovich, you are out. And that's what happened. Like that's literally <laughs> what happened. I, I, that's- get, I gotta be honest. I'm getting a little annoyed already. And it's been two games at like Burks and Boyan being viewed as like a package. Like Boyan, <laughs> yeah, you can't so stagger good. them. It's so weird. Boyan is so I, I clearly better. Yeah, <laughs> dude, his some of the shots he made in that fourth quarter were like crazy yeah the one he missed, even the one he missed even the one he missed from above the break like you saw how smooth and deceptive he is with that pump fake like that that i wanted him to make that because that was such that was like it was everything that i imagine like the knicks like we're like we need this thing on this team it was such a good move uh, i unfortunately didn't cash it in but like really good to see him kind of just show what he can do and i agree with you like I don't like I get that he doesn't trust Deuce as a ball handler, creator, whatever. I get that. Like I really do. I'm sorry. If you're going to do the like non-conventional point guard playmaker thing, it should not be Alec Burks that is in that role. It should be Boyan in the in those lineups, especially. It should be Boyan. All I want Burks to do is stand in the fucking corner and shoot. I don't want him doing a fucking damn thing else. I, enough. Like I, I I do not want, I do not, and I'll by the way. Uh, among the, the most insane, stupid things Breen said tonight and this, this entire season, <laughs> one thing he said was, uh, oh, Alec Brooks, he played a little bit of point guard for the Knicks a couple years ago. Or he said he's even played a little bit of point guard for the Knicks a couple years ago. And I was like, a little bit? A little bit? He started an entire fucking season at point guard. Like, get the fuck out of my face. Like, that was a joke. I, I don't know. Breen was – look, he, he's been on some shit this entire season. But tonight was spectacular. Like, him justifying – the Rockets getting to mug the Knicks was amazing. I'm just so amazed with their physicality, Wally. Like, you know, it's, it's just so smart. Night. It's, it's just so stop. smart. It's so smart. You know, they they just, they know you're not going to call something every time down. I was like, oh, really? They know that? Because I could be fucking convinced right now that the refs actually would call something every time down the floor because they did that to the Knicks the entire fucking night. By the way, the Knicks did not get into the penalty. I'm pretty sure they didn't get into the bonus in any of the first three quarters of the game, Rockets got in the bonus each of those quarters. Um, and well before the last two minutes, uh, the Knicks did get into the bonus in the fourth quarter. I'm not sure they got a free throw after they got into the bonus. They probably didn't. Um, again, I, I don't. Doris Burke's been running, rubbing off on good old Mike Brain. I, I just, I, I really like, I don't know what to say because, you know, even with all the Tibbs shit that we've been talking about, I find it very, very hard to say much more about this game than that 
the Knicks lost this game because of the refs. We can sit and talk about rotations and, oh, you know, uh, Burke shot like an idiot and, you know, all this stuff is fine. Even with that, if they get even a remotely reasonable whistle, like if they got it, if they got a whistle that was like 60% to the Rockets, 40% to the Knicks, they probably win this game by like nine, 10 points. That was like, yeah. I just cannot get over. It was a disgrace. Like I, I've never, we talk about the refs all the time and whatever, but like genuinely, while I might bitch about them, I very rarely re- believe that the refs lose you again. The sole they, reason for, yeah. Yeah, they can cost you on the margins. They can hurt you. But like th- tonight, the Knicks lost this game because of the refs and nothing else. That like I, I really don't want to hear about anything else. I don't want to hear about Alec Brooks' shot selection. I don't want to hear about Jericho Sims doing things, and I don't care about what the Knicks individually fucked up because you cannot expect players or teams to be perfect. That's insane. Players, teams, or coaches, for that matter. But I like, do you think that, they like? I, if, I I just want to say I do th- like so. I, I tweeted in like the third quarter when the Knicks were down like fourteen. I was like, this is going to be such a satisfying win. Like, I just felt like the Rockets had got every break and the Knicks had played terribly. And then I just thought that the Knicks were going to come back and win. And I'm getting dunked on that pretty hard right now because the Knicks didn't end up winning. But it's like the game proved my point. Like, my point remains the same. This game represented how high the Knicks floor is because how how much it took for the Rockets to beat this Knicks team. Like, they're missing three of their best players. They shot 21 more free throws. They had Dylan Brooks shooting like Steph Curry in the fourth quarter, nailing every – while Dante DiVincenzo couldn't hit open wide-open corner threes. Like, every single shot quality luck factor break that goes into a basketball game, the Rockets caught. So, like, yeah, we, we could sit here and talk about that. We could talk about the refs. But to me, it's like – I think we've all we, – we all acknowledge that the refs basically stole that game from the Knicks – I guess where I disagree with you is I think we can talk about these other things because the other things have actual long-term ramifications that the Knicks can control. Like, like maybe I'm wrong, but different. That's different though than like, I agree. We, and we, we talked about it. Like I, I agree with all of the long-term ramification things and they might, they probably will come back to hurt the Knicks down the line in various games or situations or whatever. But this game tonight, like, the Knicks didn't lose the game because of those things. The Knicks lost no, the they, game they, they didn't lose the game. The game. I'm, just, I'm just saying there's a million Knicks post-game shows right now that are just doing nothing but whining about the refs. Like, I feel like, to me personally, I feel like, and maybe, I, like, I have a ton of respect for the people who I interact with because I'm a part of Strickland. I feel like that, I mean, maybe they're on here to listen to you yell, Schwinn, like, because you're just fucking hilarious. But I feel like at a certain point, like, people want to hear us talk about stuff that actually matters. And the Knicks have no control over the refs just, doing what they did tonight like and so i don't know i just don't find that very interesting at all and you brought up the alec burks thing like no the knicks did not lose tonight's game because alec burks was a shithead but if tibbs is gonna play him over deuce it doesn't matter that he's capable of being a shithead like this like so it is the brooks thing thing is crazy like i don't get deuce is just not gonna be in the rotation like it's pretty obvious that he's just gonna be out of the rotation what I do, what I actually am pretty worried about is Precious being out of the rotation, which I cannot believe I'm saying. If Mitch comes wow. back, and obviously Randall's there and OG's there, Precious is the odd man out, um, and that worries me because what he is giving them right now is special. Like what they're getting out of him is, again, like if he plays at the this best level, version and, of him, 
yeah, and and God, like quickly and RJ are really going through it right now. But like, there is no chance you can lose this trade almost if if Precious is giving you what he gives you because like the only way you could do it, I guess, is if OG left in free agency, which I don't anticipate happening at all. But like, and even then, I don't know, dude. If Precious is actually this guy, like he's a fucking weapon. Like he. He is basically dude, dude, uh, like sweat, sweat. If OG leaves in free agency, they cannot be viewed yeah. as winning this trade because of pressure. Like, relax, bro. Bro. You, I, I'm not joking, man. He's not okay. Everything you're about to say about Precious, I 100% agree with you. He's been incredible. I'm just saying, if the Knicks are left with only Precious Achua, he cannot be good enough to justify losing RJ Barrett in a man. I don't know, man. I do not know because the way he's <laughs> oh playing right now God. is ridiculous. He's playing amazing Dude, basketball. I think you, you guys. Were I think you guys are like three weeks ago. This is nuts <laughs> to go from yes, o- to go to go from Precious Achua as the worst basketball player I've ever seen to Precious Achua will salvage OG Adenobi walking to the Pistons of free agency. I mean, is a not nuts to character. Happen. It's not going to happen. Okay, but, but like. Like, like, dude, he played. What, what did he play tonight? Forty, dude. Four he had nine offensive rebounds and three blo- or three blocks. He was incredible tonight. He was everywhere. He was in, he was incredible tonight. He was incredible. I, I I cannot like, and he's been incredible basically since that the, the Miami game. game? Yeah, the, yeah, maybe the Raptors game or what? I don't know. They all they all blend together for me at this point. All these games, but like, <laughs> he's just been fucking incredible since like those those games to me and. I don't know, man. Like the way he like if he plays like this, it just gives you a shit ton of options. Um, if he plays and, like and this, the, it gives them two seconds and a side in trade and free agency. Like that's that's what it's gonna. He's, be. They're not gonna let him go if he plays like this. They're like, letting him not. go. Like no, Mitchell Robinson will yes. get traded. Mitchell Robinson will get traded. There's no question about that to me that's at all. If insane. if Precious Chua plays like this the rest of the way. They, and they keep Hartenstein, which I'm pretty sure they will. Mitchell Robinson will go. Like I don't see question, any way around. Question that. for you, Schwinn. I have a question for you related to Precious Achua. Does it concern you at all, or does it give you any hesitance that he's doing so much of this as like a switchable four? And let's be real, long term, he's not a four in this league. Like he's playing out. He's like I know he. I agree. He's been productive, but. You can't play him actual meaningful minutes at the four and get away with it in today's league. I, I just don't believe you can. And so, uh, I mean, I think I think you definitely could in like specific lineups and stuff like that. Like for sure, like if he was if he was on the Celtics, yeah, exactly. If he was on the Celtics or the Bucks, you can play that guy at the four, and it's yeah. incredibly valuable. Obviously, the Knicks do not have uh, Porzingis or, or Lopez, I think but you like you probably get away with it. Like if you're playing him with Hardenstein, and so like Hardenstein does enough stuff well, as a playmaker, especially from the uh, top of the key to where like Precious works. Well, I think the big thing is you can get away with it. I think with Randall, like it, even if if Tibbs is gonna use him at the five, when he plays next to Randall, I mean, obviously we didn't see a huge sample of that just because you know Randall gets hurt, whatever. But like. The stuff you were starting to see in a couple of those complete ass kickings they gave out with those two, when they were on the floor together, I was like, this is interesting. Like, I didn't, I, I think, if I remember correctly, I remember like Raptors fans were saying that he's not like a good defensive rebounder. And obviously, he's been inconsistent throughout his career, which I don't know, maybe Nick Nurse just couldn't get through to him. Uh, shout out to Nick Nurse today, though, coaching a really bizarre down the stretch game that nearly cost the uh, Cavs at the end of that game. <laughs> but, um, 
or sorry, nearly cost the Sixers the other game. The cat they they ended up winning anyway. But like, uh, dude, Precious is I, he's playing great defense. He's switchable, as you pointed out, Jeff. He's also just made like I talked about this. That last sequence of the game was a smart defensive play by him. He helps. He shades over to Shangun to rent the easy entry past him. He closes out to Green in the corner. Then he knows that Green is not going to shoot it basically, and that he's going to drive. Sits on it and swatted that shit out to half court. Like that is a spectacular play. He had an amazing. He had like two amazing blocks on Jabari Smith. One of them didn't count because it was after the shot clock buzzer. But he had one in transition where I have no idea what Jabari Smith was doing. But you picked the wrong guy to test, buddy. Like that was a, that was a joke. I don't. He had no hope on that shot. Um, the way he's playing right now is spectacular and. Again, like you see how it is through the end of the season, but like if he's playing this way when Mitchell Robinson comes back, that is a that all of a sudden becomes a very interesting decision for Tom Thibodeau, and we know how much he loves making tough decisions. Uh, he thrives on that actually. Oh, so yeah, um, I, I would be, <laughs> I I I'm very interested. Like I again, man. Like I agreed to with. Tyrese was saying earlier, my character arc on Precious Chua is pretty wild. But, like, what the way he's playing right now, I, I don't know what else to do other than just be like, um, you know, like, just you gotta just appreciate it because it, it is special. Like, what they're getting from him right now is special. Um, and I just think it opens up versatility and lineup combinations that are like very interesting for the next. I don't remember who said this. I want to say somebody in our Discord, I don't know if somebody tweeted it. So, Whoever said this, uh, this is all like, credit to you. But like, if you get OG back, right? You have Precious. You remember before the trade, all we talked about, all people were talking about was like they don't have enough size. You can't like they, they need more big wings. They need a big wing defender. But they got two. They got two in the trade. Like that is legit crazy. Um, I, I don't know. I, I and I don't know if that was like the front office. Maybe somebody in the front office is like, I, I mean, that was the reporting, right? Like, was that Katz was saying that. There was some thought in the front office that, uh, that he could like Precious could serve as a potential like, you know, um, what do you call it, hedge against Hartenstein leaving or whatever. Um, well, let me tell you, whoever whoever decided that was the 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 guy they wanted to take from the Raptors in that deal, aside from OG, uh, tip of the cap to you, sir, because that is turning out to be uh. A great decision. And also, like, look, we did shit on Tibbs quite a bit. Uh, and I did shit on James when he brought this up in our Discord a few weeks back. Tibbs might be, like, the, the, the big man whisperer or something. Because what the fuck they're getting from... Like, if you think about it, right? Since he's come to New York, Mitch, obviously, huge leaps defensively. He basically got whatever the fuck was left in Erlen's Noel's cooked ass knees <laughs> out of him. He he milked like two pretty reasonable seasons out of Taj in his first two years in New York. He he has gotten a Hartenstein playing at a level defensively that I mean, I Jeff, I, I think me and you, and I'm pretty sure Tyrese and Sam, I think all of us probably were like happy and, and bullish on the signing of Isaiah Hartenstein. What he's gotten out of him exceeds even what I expected defensively, anyways. Um offensively, yeah. you know, it's fine. Hartenstein, Hartenstein does add value. I think it could be more. I'm not going to kill him for that. But defensively, what he's got out of Hartenstein is crazy. What he's getting out of Precious right now is crazy. And honestly, Sims like looked like he was fucking respectable to start the season. Yeah, and the, the, since he's kind of gotten a chance back in the rotation, he's been fine. Like he's been fine for what he is. So you're just getting yeah. like crazy defensive value out of every big. They throw even, at Tom even, even OG, 
Like I know, yeah. I know people are gonna laugh at that and they're just gonna be like, oh well, OG's really good. The number one criticism of OG Ananobi in Toronto, the reason some, fan, some some Knicks fans were like, why would we trade RJ Barrett for him? Is because OG, some nights it would just seem like he wasn't even there. He would just disappear. And like he every single game he's been healthy, whether his shots on or not, whether he's getting the touches, dude, he's been not just a defensive force, he's been legitimately like one of the three best defensive players in the entire league every single game he's played as a Nick. Like Tibbs I, has him in the right spots, Tibbs has him locked in. That's just what it's what Tibbs I, does, apparently. Also, I, think, I would also I think also with OG that I think Raptors fans were also saying that he was quietly quitting on the team in Toronto as well, fair. which could also be a factor too. I think I think a lot which of I wouldn't guys, blame him. I I, <laughs> I, I, I say something. I, I know that people are gonna like get their jokes off on on Quick and RJ and Bruce Brown and whoever else the Raptors traded for and got rid of Pascal and OG for. I think that team is not quiet quitting. I think they're loud quitting under Darko. I think that guy is fucking awful at his job. He's really bad. Like they're they just get smoked there's, again. There's no reason for them to be losing by 35 points to like the fucking Spurs. Spurs. And there's no reason for them to to look completely incompetent as an entire group. Uh like they ha- like they like they have at various points that I've watched them. It, it's like I I think he's a terrible coach. Um it's interesting. But every least, like every every post game I've listened to him when I've listened to him talk about basketball and the scheme stuff. I've it seems to me that he knows what he's doing. I'll be interested to look for more stuff when I watch it, the games I do watch them because may, maybe me, like it's like, could, could it could it be a Euro thing, Twin? <laughs> maybe no. I I honestly what I think it is is yeah, and I agree with you. When I've heard him talk about like the game and whatever X's and O's shit, he does seem like he's clearly not an idiot. Like he's pretty intelligent understands the game he's been a long time assistant coach too so it's not like he doesn't know his shit but i do really feel like there's some fizzdale stuff with him like with how he experiments with lineups um and rotations and like like i mean when i've watched them defensively they don't ever have any idea what they're like they're supposed to be doing as a team like some of their games you watch them like when we played them you remember how we destroyed them and we didn't even shoot well but every three we got was like open. We got so many open threes in that game, and we still ended up winning by whatever it was, like twenty-five points. And I get we were a more talented team up and down the roster, but watching stuff like that, it's like there's a difference between we don't have enough talent, and like that is always a that can be a problem for sure, obviously in the NBA. But there's it like you can see teams where you're like they don't know what they're doing, and I watch the yeah. Raptors enough times where I'm like I don't think they know what they're doing. Like I'm like I'm watching them and I'm like RJ and Quick are doing Knicks defense, and everybody yeah. else is doing some other defense. But I don't even know what the other teams like. They like I don't get what they're doing. It doesn't. It doesn't even seem like the the guys that have been on the Raptors all year long have any idea what they're doing on defense. So none of it makes sense. I, I don't know. I think he's pretty bad. I think he'll be out of there. Probably the, the amount of times I've the amount of times I've seen RJ or Quick stunt expecting somebody to help them behind, and then the other guy doesn't make the rotation behind, and it leads to just like a wide open layup. It's, so funny. I'm gonna hop off here, yeah. guys. But uh, hey, guys, support Strickland. You know, help 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 him out. Give him some likes, and I gotta write stuff for Strickland. So read my article yeah. tomorrow. Thanks, Go next, night guys. And uh, if you want to, and you feel generous, feel free to leave us a super chat. Um, there you go. Donations are appreciated. Tyrese needs to pay for school books. <laughs> no, for real. This shit is not They're expensive. They're expensive as well. Like, they were expensive like, when I was in school, and I was like. 
47 years ago. So, yeah, I, I mean, imagine. Like, imagine you're going to fund this master's tuition, bro. <laughs> <laughs> In return, everybody gets free therapy, but like. You also, you'd around. be my therapist? Unfortunately. Unfortunately. I don't know if I can. So then anything life. I tell you in there, uh, anything I tell you in therapy would be covered under uh, the HIPAA client privilege, right? Yeah, HIPAA. Nice. All right, we're doing this. So then, so then, anytime I don't, I want you off a post game, I'll just be like, dude, this is part of our personal, our, our, our professional <laughs> relationship. That is not how it That is not how that works. That's how I'm going to use it, and I'll sue you. No. <laughs> I'll get pre- right. president lawyer. I'll have him, you know, file All a lawsuit right. on my behalf against you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's, How's school let's, going? Let's roll through some of these comments. I'm exhausted. I just finished <laughs> midterms. <laughs> Dog, that's like part of the reason why I'm like delaying going back for my master's because I'm just like not looking forward to Do being it. Education more exhausted. <laughs> education is great. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, between the pay that Eric Adams has given us as, as teachers in this city and tuition, man, I'm not looking forward to that. Schwinn's going to say some diabolical shit about Mahomes and Tyrese can't say a thing about it. You read my mind. I do need therapy. <laughs> I, I love the fact that Patrick Mahomes once again carried his team to another Super Bowl victory. Completely carried. Nothing happened. Any other Nobody else did anything. Yeah, exactly. It was just. It was just Mahomes. Exactly. It was just the, the way green. the way that he stripped the ball from Christian McCaffrey on that opening drive was amazing. Exactly. Uh, the way he, just, he the way he made Dre uh, Greenlaw's Achilles burst, uh, just a spectacular. I, I just kind of feel like you're trying to hate. Him. You're hating on greatness right now. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. Correct. Again, the dynasty is happening. It's okay. You're not a Chiefs fan. Shut the fuck up. I like when black men win. <laughs> Yeah, okay. All right. Except for RJ Barrett. I like when black American men win. <laughs> black American. <laughs> black American men. Damn. It's very African Americans. <laughs> uh, here we go. A reporter asked this from Jordan Bub. Uh, a reporter asked Josh Hart if he agreed with Brunson that it was a great call. I don't know. Hart said, what do you think? The reporter responded, I didn't think it was. All right, well, Hart said, just know that I want you to write that. <laughs> Somebody's going to, like, have some balls and take the fight. Bro, I'm surprised no one took the, had the balls and, like, swung at one of them. Like, after tonight's game, it, like, it, it would have been totally fucking... called for. Apparently, I mean, Breen said that. Uh, Rick Brunson was also going after the refs. Rick Brunson on a heater soon, right now. Like, I get it. As as soon as uh, <laughs> like you know, because they were like Tim's drawing up the play, and then they made the ruling. Like you know, the time's expired. As soon as the game like was officially over, Tim's I've never seen him. Just he walked over to the ref and immediately was just <laughs> like that was like at least barking yes. profanities. <laughs> At the loudest level, <laughs> that was like that was even I, as a uh, profanity aficionado, was very <laughs> impressed by what Tom Thibodeau was doing. That was that was man, like I 
you, you know when they do like the mic'd up segments i always wondered about this like i wonder how much of that shit they have to just like immediately delete they're just like yeah this is not usable at all if they had <sighs> tim's mic'd up nothing after that game should ever see the uh the light of day that was something to behold okay precious that you would just tweeted nasty work he, he's he's a real new yorker <laughs> it's uh you know it's good to have him around like we always all said (laughs) this is chris burn says i like when black men win says tyler heroes number one (laughs) i'm not gonna make that joke never mind tyler heroes black there we go made it for me (laughs) he's gonna he gets the dante divincenzo pass exactly we, we should that's oh, so we man. can name that a we can white name man that with a soul should, white man with a soul patch and like justin timberlake yeah y'all can slide through you're good you got to uh you got to like award that you got to give somebody like the divincenzo award at the end of every every season <laughs> untucked divincenzo award. <laughs> <laughs> better than man, untucked i'm sorry what 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 divincenzo untucked that fucking jersey it looked like a nigga to me like <laughs> dog. Those are some nigga floaters. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> His floater is actually really funny. It's just like it looks like he doesn't want to actually take it, and then he's like, "Fuck!" I have to, like, Those are some Black History Month floaters. Okay. Those Bruh. floaters are like they seen oppression and hard times. Shout out to him though. Like his finishes in the beginning of the year were absolute dog shit so like it's taking better come along with yeah for sure uh jails as randall would have fought the ref we need our fearless leader back yeah I randall actually like... might have, that's a good point that's a good point <laughs> you remember like, randall would have like years ago yeah. shout out to when he almost yeah. swung on like... scott foster they had to like hold him yeah back like crossing like, chairs nobody should have held him back if you wanted to swing on scott foster by the way nobody deserves to get swung on more than scott foster and then he should have gone they should have like had a a special award just to award to julius randall for that um that would have been fantastic like straight up uh fuck remember that game where like he just swung on go beer and then got ejected like i needed that kind of energy i needed like 21 22 julius randall in a dark place (laughs) (laughs) just one night just one night only just like bro i need you to act like these refs are fucking racist and i need you to go after them Right? Oh, oh my god. god. We we miss our fearless leader. Matt, look at look at the look at this. Look at my look at my character arc here, Tyrese. I agree with you. We need <laughs> our, our fearless leader back. I concur. Yeah, uh, that shit ain't falling under the bro. Back. We need we All need right. we need another OG. <laughs> we need OG back. We well we have one. We have precious as fearless. That's true. Good point. Uh precious is actually better. Precious is better than OG now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the thing is i don't even i really don't think you're kidding if you if honestly if all they did this summer they need to you know when they like had a they had like who was i think woodson had to go down to like louisiana and spend the summer with mitch one year like when he had to rehab his foot they're like yeah yeah uh we sent woodson or they sent somebody i forgot who it was it's probably Kenny Payne. They're like, you go do this. Yeah. And that's why, like, the next season, he was like, I'm taking this Louisville job. Uh, which Kenny Payne, wildly, su- wildly successful at Louisville, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Very well respected, uh, <laughs> notorious tactician, Kenny Payne. He might be um, coming, he might like, be back on the staff next season, bro. I don't know. 
But they, 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 they need to send, like, I don't care. It, it, it could be Brunson. They got, like, all these shooters in the team, right? They need to send one of them and just have them live with Precious Achua in the gym all summer. Because Dante that man, Yeah, if they, if they make, if he made, like, just two niggas in a bunk bed. If he shot 35, 36% from three, that dude is like an insanely valuable NBA player. Like the way, like that is crazy. I'm like, I kind of understand now why Raptors fans probably lost their mind every time you had a good stretch because this is amazing. Like what the fuck is this player that you are right now? Yeah, I mean, so I can, like, I, 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 shout, out, shout out to Raptors fans. shoots, he's better than Derek White. Yeah. He's big Derek White. Exactly. Like he's better than Derek White if he shoots. I guess like but you you, just, you would you have you would have OG at Anobi and then OG at Anobi at home. Like <laughs> Can you just he, imagine he just, be, like these He might be a little more fluid with the ball his hand sometimes. Just like, <laughs> like you just got these two big ass Nigerian fuckers coming at you playing defense. Like that would terrify the fuck out of every team. Nigerians in New York, man. Something special to he's, see. He he's he has some crazy finishes around the bucket too. Like some of his athleticism just grab. Like you remember when we like when we first got OG within two games, everybody was like, "Wow!" So that's what it's supposed to look like when you just dunk at the rim as like a six seven wing. Like this is amazing. Like Precious has these finishes now where I'm like, "Oh, so he doesn't have to do like the Mitch thing where he has to like like the Harden the Hardenstein one's the best where he's like turns himself into like the smallest version he could possibly be and tries to put up some like floating." Hook shot or something. Mitch just gets way too low sometimes on offensive rebounds, but like he gets those things and he's able to like just get up there so easy. I mean, even on the roll, he had a pick and roll today in the first quarter with Brunson, and the way he finished, like Shangun, I thought actually was in pretty decent position, had a pretty good contest on it, um, and he just flushed it on him so easy, like so easy. It is gather and an ability to just load vertically is pretty special. Um, Tim's right after the game was ended. He a special load? Is that, that's what you're saying? Um, you not sick fuck. Saying that, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the precious trade. That is correct. You're now calling it the precious Chua trade. Um, <laughs> JL, was anyone surprised Tim went double bigs instead of starting Boyan? Not especially. I, Bro, I saw like, someone. If someone, he starts Boyan, he might I, I have a theory. I have a theory for you that somebody in our Discord floated. Somebody said that I don't remember who it is, so if you want to let me know, uh, please let me know. But it was like he's like preparing them for the roles they're going to have. So he's just like, I don't care that I should maybe want to start. I should probably start Boyan. He's not going to start, but he is going to do this thing. So I'm going to play him in that role right now, which is also why like Alec Burks cannot start at the three. Because he would never, he's not going to start at the three when everything is fine. So he needs to get, he needs to get Alec Burks back in point Burks mode, right? Got to get him in that mindset, that headspace, that whatever that headspace is. It's just a very Jesus special Christ. part of the brain. It's like partially sane J.R. Smith. Like he, he won't start precious at the five just because in his head he's like, no, no, you're like not a five really. So. I can only do this later in the game. I can't, I can't potentially, I can't even think about doing this right now. Um, but you know, uh, yeah. But like, it's so I bizarre. Like, what is idea. in his head that like makes him like think that like when 
things go back to normal, like the players won't just accept those roles again. Like, is that his reasoning? Like, he just doesn't think that those players will accept those roles that like if he puts them starting at one point he'll like he'll have to like snatch it from them or something like i don't understand what's his mindset it would be awesome to ask him i would love to hear his answer actually about this like i would love to hear him explain Tim's on a treadmill, even just on precious, precious 41 minutes and let him appreciate minutes loads for players. It's crazy the buy-in he gets, man, considering that, too. I agree. He'd he'd end up looking at the penguin and just waddling on the bench. It'd be hilarious. Yeah. But Uh, one thing I am glad about tonight is, I guess, the national attention that the bad call is getting. Like, it feels like the Knicks never on, like, the good end of this national media attention thing. Um, when it comes to these things, so it's good to see like national media seeing that we got fucking hosed tonight. So maybe the league will do something. We'll find out when we see the last two minute report tomorrow, which will be glorious to see. Ah, this is interesting. Somebody posted this in our Discord. Uh, who did this? Who is this? This is when the OG hits. Um, that is the name of the user. Uh, He's, they circle this instant replay will be triggered in the following situations. The first is whatever. The second is a foul called with no time remaining on the clock at the end of any period. Um, so they they like added time back on. Remember? Yeah. Like that's they could have they they would have had to review this anyway. They would have had they would have reviewed this if there's zero, zero seconds left on the clock. Um, so yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Then they could have hold us a, a for like a third time on instant replay in the game. Yeah. Dude, that Taj one was I thought that was I could not believe that call. I really couldn't. Wait, which one which call was that? The ta- the the charge that on or sorry, it was a blocking foul on Taj. Um, oh yeah. Wow, yeah. We got we got screwed on a lot of calls tonight. Like more than usual like there's like games like where like we've got like screwed especially like the orlando magic games um because they allow them to play physical and ashwin said they they're allowed to hump us so um even those games haven't gotten as bad as this one and maybe i'm speaking too soon and tomorrow or the next game against the magic (laughs) the the refs find a way to outdo themselves Chris Bernard, the Knicks actually got hoed for Aaron Holiday. I can't, I actually can't believe it. Yeah, that was, I didn't know Aaron Holiday could jump like that, by the way. That was eye opening. <laughs> Crazy. Could, yeah. I was like, wait, you do that? Like, why aren't you good? What, like, how are you not good? Like, what the fuck, what happened? Like, if you can jump like that, why aren't you good? Why are you the worst Holiday brother? That makes no <laughs> sense. Oh, man. And like, why are you man, rank the holiday. Rank the holidays. Uh, Aaron number one. <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. I'm not giving Drew Holiday any fucking credit. Are you kidding me? Justin number two. Yesterday. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this is this is regular season Drew Holiday. You think I buy that shit? Oh no. When Drew when Drew Holiday, when the weather gets warm, just like DeMar DeRozan, Drew Holiday's gonna start throwing up some fucking bullshit. 
selling fucking parlays and shooting like forty nine. Nah, any, anyone putting Drew Holiday in a playoff parlay, they gotta, they gotta like, they worse off than me. Clip this when fucking Sam does it on like one of them live bets. And oh like, hell oh, no, what? nah, Drew Holiday's never seen a parlay from me. Give never me say sick. never. Nope, he's like one player that I like strictly like. No, thank you. Don't yeah, but like, all right. I don't, uh, I don't care if he got twenty five and a half. Justin number, number two. Justin. Once a nickel, Justin a nickel. Get... I like that. What team is Justin on, anyways? The Nuggets. Isn't the Nuggets? Yeah. He's he's a ring chaser right now. I respect it. And then Drew number four. I'm pretty sure the Holiday brothers have like a third brother. (laughs) You just made up a third brother to put Drew number four. (laughs) He deserves to be number four. But I'm putting their mama third. (laughs) I ain't giving Drew Holiday no credit. Yo. (laughs) Um What's worse, being the worst holiday or being the worst Martin? Trick question, the Mart. There's no worst Martin because they're both garbage. Yeah, they stay getting get, get I'm cool sorry. That, that Cody Martin, that Caleb Martin fake-ass Eastern Conference Finals is the highlight of his career, and he's been ass ever since. I'm still f- so freaking pissed about that, that run, dude. Like... He must have had the strongest shit known to man. Like, that's the shit he had veins on his forehead. I swear to God. Drew has a sister, apparently. So he is the fourth best holiday. Wow. See? It's tough. I ain't never lied. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Next game is against the Magic. And then what you call it? It is all-star break, which I think this team and its fans desperately need at this point. Um, they just need to get healthy. I mean, they and honestly, yeah. Tibbs needs to. Like, Tibbs, they, they desperately need guys to get back just so Tibbs can stop, like, having his brain melt during games uh, with minute stuff. Like, he was just – it was – oh, God, it sucks. Like, because right before OG and Randall got hurt, I was like, man, this rotation is looking really good. Nobody's playing too many minutes. Everything is working. And then it was like, actually, everybody's going to get hurt right now. <laughs> also, like, everyone's actually going to get hurt right now. So you have to deal with that. Bruh, the injury news just, like, literally just wouldn't stop. And it probably won't stop now because freaking Dante got hurt because Dibs just hates Deuce all of a sudden, even though he loves him, according to Dor- Doris Burke. Did, Shout out Nick Insider actually- Doris Burke. God. Is there actually anybody? <laughs> is there anything on Vincenzo? Like, is there actually no, anything? No, no update. No update. Per Tibbs, no update tonight. Which means that, he'll be. Anything. Yeah, he'll probably be out. On, questionable. On, on, dude, I honestly, I would be completely. I want to. Would you guys care if they just did a like white flag? Just nobody's playing. Game against. Todd Orlando. I, I just. I don't think I would care. I, I would be fine. With, I think like I would be okay with that. Just bring up some G League guys. Let's let's get get them some NBA minutes for once. I don't know. Charlie I, Brown. I, I genuinely. I, I'm fine with that. I I really do not care. They did that. I, I think the this one game is not going to make or break the season. Um, you have guys hurt. You're shorthanded as is. You see, Tibbs is kind of like 
look, it's not ideal. I don't know. I mean, they won't do it because the Knicks just never have done this, but um, that would be a fine white flag game for me. Yeah, let's see Jacob Top Jacob Toppin try to get his career high. You know, Tyrese would love that. Oh, get the fuck out of here. His career high of four points. Why do you hate Jacob Toppin? He didn't even do anything to you. Because that dunk contest performance is going to piss me off and I know it already. You're like mad about something that didn't happen yet? That's insane. You're like a psychopath. <laughs> He's going to do some bullshit like Sims did last year. You're psychotic. I'm going to turn off the TV, bro. Someone for something they didn't even do. I'm sorry. I saw what if he Cowboys. wins? What Obi if Toppin he wins? Won. No, I'm saying that fucking East Bay Obi Toppin did in game on Saturday. Like he tried to do in game. Like that's gonna be. Fucking I feel like Jacob Thompson is a better dunker than him. Did you did you see this tweet Ryan Rosolo just put out? No, it was, uh, it's not, not 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 just now. It was actually right right. It was during the game. It was the that foul they called on Brunson when Dylan Brooks straight up just like trucked him, like truck sticked mm-hmm. him on the drive. Um, he just he's being sarcastic because he got in that thing with the refs a, a few weeks ago. But he was he just said needs to be a neat legal guarding position. <laughs> <laughs> and I can hear it in Ryan Russell's voice too. That's the, yeah. that's the funniest thing. Yeah. Needs to be oh a legal guarding position. Bro. Needs to be in legal guarding position. Bro, what are these we doing Jordan Poole stats. These Jordan Poole stats in February are, are ridiculous. What what a player! I have not been following his season at all. What what, what are his stats? He is averaging eight point eight points per game on thirty four point seven percent true shooting, twenty six percent from the field, and nineteen and a half percent from three point. Bro, they, I genuinely I think they should shut him down. I think they should shut him down. I've watched him. I've watched. I'm being serious. I think they should make up an injury and shut him down for the year. Shut him down. <laughs> They should. I'm being serious. I'm not joking about this. Man, I, like, I, so I, garbage. I didn't say. I didn't. I didn't hear. I didn't. I didn't uh, see. I didn't know what his numbers were at all. I have no idea. Every time I've seen him against the Knicks, I'm just like, this guy has no idea what he's doing on the floor. He's just like, he looks broken mentally. I honestly feel like I'm. It's like he did. Being, ideally, being I, on the Wizards will do that to you, man. He the reason why he's breaking his own mental. Nah, that, <laughs> I that Draymond punch. I don't know that. It's crazy how bad he's been since then, man. Draymond punched the basketball skills out of him, bro. It's it's. I mean, honestly, Draymond got him losing on Marshall Falls. I thought I thought he was overrated, like even when they won the championship or whatever. But he was good. Like he was obviously good on that team at that point in time. He got punched, and then last year he played like I remember watching their games last year. I'm like, are you good? Because he'd just be out there, like, trying to do, like, uh, like he was actually trying to do just, like, the most insane off-the-dribble moves. And you're not Kyrie Irving. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you're falling over yourself onto the sideline. Like, you're tripping constantly. It's just crazy watching how, how what he's trying to do. I don't know. I Like, I'm not joking, though. I would shut him down for the rest of the year. I'd make up an injury during the All-Star break and be like, look, go get yourself right. Because this is fucking awful. This is bad. Like, and and you're, he's not going to get better playing. He's not going to get better playing right now. Honestly, the, the thing about Randall, right? Randall has this whole fuck, and obviously he never was as bad as Jordan Poole. But he had that meltdown 2021-22 season. And then he said, like, he needed that offseason to reset. If we had, like, imagine if we had just kept, if he, there was no break and he just kept playing games. 
he would have never snapped out of whatever the fuck was going on with him mentally. I think he just like if you could do that season over again, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you have been fine if they made up an injury for Randall during the All Star break and were like, just go get yourself right. Like this isn't happening. Just go get yourself right. I would have been. I'd, I think we'd all have been happier about it. And Randall probably would be. I mean, not that he got to a good place anyway, but sometimes you just got to get the fucking guy out of there. Like Jordan Poole out there is just. I don't know, man. It's like watching it. It's like starting an actual 10-day player and just being like, <laughs> do whatever you want on offense. That's how he's playing. It's, I, I don't get it. I, I can't even imagine being his teammate right now. When I, I, some of the stuff I've seen him do this year, it's like, dude, they probably feel if sorry I'm your teammate, I would never... Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They know he's playing like shit right now. It's like watching a dog and it's like they keep playing. <laughs> And and they they probably all feel bad because they're like, they get it, dude. It's like you're you were salary dumb, and now we're seeing why that was the case. Like, what what's going on here? You're, is Space Jam happening to you? But in like real life, fucking like Monstars took your like they took your powers or something. Jesus. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Terry, what the fuck? Chris is Bernard. <laughs> no, I don't think he's real asleep. Chris Bernhardt. <laughs> if he's sleeping, he has a problem. I'm mute again. I'm mute again. I don't know how he just falls asleep. That's pretty amazing. Falling asleep sitting up like a dead body yeah. <laughs> in a chair. Wow. <laughs> That's good. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. I think we are going to end things here. Um, shout out to everyone that's tuned in. Uh, make sure you guys leave a like and subscribe. We're on our way to 2K subs. So all that you do definitely helps us out there. Um, check out the links in the description. We got links to the site, merch, Patreon, and Twitter. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter. We'll be back after the Orlando Magic game. That game is on Wednesday. Wednesday. So we'll be back on Wednesday and then All-Star break. We will definitely need that break. Um we, we, we will be recapping the three-point contest and the dunk contest. Oh me. no. I'm playing. No, we're not. Oh no. Those events are not worth if anyone spends their time watching the dunk contest alone, <laughs> even reviewing it, then J- God bless. Jalen Brunson gonna have a Malcolm X tribute and I'm gonna turn off the TV. Malcolm X. Where's this coming from? He's at the he's at the dunk contest. He's gonna like throw up the fist while he's dunking, and I'm actually gonna turn off the TV. Dog. Wow. He's gonna he's gonna spell Naismith wrong. (laughs) I'm still mad about he spelled Jaden Naismith wrong, dude. Little fucking clown. (laughs) The worst dunk contest of all time. I'm so pissed about this shit. Right. This is this is the league, man. These all stars need to stop being cowards and start hooping up one on one. Okay, that's it. I'm done. We can go. <laughs> all right. Make sure <laughs> you guys get that off my chest. join us on Wednesday. Tired. Tired. <laughs> Peace oh, out. Sorry. Uh, we're recording. Yeah, sorry. Let's let Peace out, y'all.
Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you mean cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. Yeah. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.